exploring the 402. Welcome to the Nebraska Hawksmith. These guys are brave. They're Hawkeyes living in enemy territory. Listen, these guys are way past their point. But they're still Hawkeyes. They're spreading the Hawkeye height to all of Nebraska. The Frost Advisory is canceled! Corn Husker? More like Corn Sucker. Are you ready for this podcast? Let's go Hawks! All right, welcome back to the Nebraska Hawks Nest, your Hawkeye oasis located in a Nebraska desert. We are lucky enough on the Swarm the 402 podcast to be joined by Iowa Hawkeye football legend, current quarterbacks coach at the University of Tennessee, Martin, Drew Tate. How's it going, sir? Good, guys. How are y'all? We're doing fantastic. I got it. We got to say, all the fans are going to say it right away, dude. The beard's looking beautiful, man. It's just... (laughs) absolutely flowing well thanks to the skyhawks they keeping it real for seven weeks keep it going yeah yeah <laughs> you look like you could be like on the cover of field and stream magazine right now <laughs> <laughs> looks good man all right so just say hi to everybody we got jerry russ and matt coming back jerry how's it going man it's it's it uh, it's going okay. I heard you guys made a little bit of fun of me last week after I uh, kind of screwed the pooch a couple weeks ago on my picks. Yeah, so Jerry no-showed um, because of a poor performance uh, last week. We took last week off because of our fan, our fan event in West Branch, Iowa. We'll brief, uh, briefly cover that. But um, last week, Russ and Matt did very well, both finishing 4-1 and one in their picks. Um, I didn't do that quite as well, 3-2. and two, So we're sitting overall. Russ is looking by far the best. He's a week behind, but he's 10-3. and three. And then Matty Ice and I are tied up at 15-8. and eight. So um, if you're betting on us in Vegas, you're not doing too shabby. So um, I don't know. We'll yeah, see even, how the, we... even, the, even the Sharps in Vegas only manage about a 53% win. So I know. we're doing pretty well. That's because we're, we're lame and we have nothing else better to do than analyze college football. Yeah, exactly. so. <laughs> Jesus, Russ, why the hell aren't we doing this in Vegas? Yeah, I don't know. I don't I know. know. <laughs> Drew's like, what the hell did I get myself into? <laughs> It's like there's not. <laughs> uh, this is uh, Drew's second time on the program, so uh, he uh, he's like, man, this how far have you guys fallen in such a short amount of time? All right, all right, guys. So um, I want to get everybody's thoughts on the uh, the Purdue game last week. Uh, some of us uh, were able to attend that game. It was not pretty. 
Um, very disappointing performance on the offensive side of the ball. Um, it got so bad, even a fan threw a beer on the field and one of the uh, Purdue offensive linemen pounded it. So um, that was uh, pretty symbolic of our day. Drew, I know you're busy coaching college football now. Were you able to catch any of that Iowa-Purdue game at all? I saw the last drive of the game with Penn State, the backup quarterback. Um, but I was able, like, we finished our game. We played an hour before y'all, so I got in, and Lizzie and I threw it up. But it, we couldn't see the – there was something going on. So we ended up going to a restaurant that was on the TV there. We were able to watch the game cast or whatever they have on, you know, that they put on the, the, the computers and whatnot. Um, I didn't get to see, my, you know, and I saw the highlights at the end of the game. And, yeah, it was just a rough one, you know. Just, just one of those things. It happens. It happens sometimes, and it seems to happen more often than not when we play Purdue. I don't know what seems to be the problem with Purdue, but um, Russ, you were there in person and got to see it live. What were your thoughts on what you saw? I think it all stems from our offensive line. You know, as it turns out, uh, Ants and I remember the other player that wasn't out or wasn't able to be there to start uh, for our offensive line, and uh, they just had a heck of a time protecting. Uh, Petrus, he was constantly under pressure, really had, you know, just a, what a second and a half, two seconds, somebody was in his face, you know, was going to dump it off. I thought we had a little bit of luck uh, with some outside rushes with Goodson. I don't know where we didn't run that a little bit more, but I think it really all came down to our offensive line play. Well, um, Spencer managed to throw as many interceptions in this one game as he did all season. And he's just not the type of quarterback that if he's getting pressured, that he's going to be able to, you know, get out of the pocket and make a lot of those throws on the run. That's just not his style. Uh, Jerry, what were your thoughts of, from what you saw on Saturday? Well, you know, kind of like what Russ was talking about. I listened to John Miller on the uh, Hawkeye react right after the game. And I thought he had a lot of good points with the offensive line, you know, we've got pro football focus has us at like the 99th rated uh, pass defense offensive line. And, you know, that's something under Ference that you look at and it's a, you know, we're going to improve, but in this game, I think it kind of bit us. And like with Russ said, we had a couple people out and if you're expecting Petrus to, uh, you know, throw, you know, throw within, you know, one, one and a half seconds and Drew can probably elaborate but when you got that, when you got to release that quickly, it just it just compounds, you know, the issues. Jeff Brome, four and one against Iowa. I don't know. He just seems to have the magic formula. I I I'm not an X and O's guys. I don't know why that is, but it just he just seems to have our have our number, and I don't know why that is. So. But. Now, Matt, Matt, what do you think? What were your thoughts? You were at the game on uh, on Saturday. We had the fans were leaving early, which you know is kind of frustrating to see. You know, I'm, I've always said that if you're not going to stick with the team when they're struggling, then I don't want to hear you talk when we're killing it. So you got to be you got to be in it for all of it. And we sat there and this, saw a few Iowa fans turning on each other <laughs> when they were uh, in the stands. There it was not pretty. Uh, someone trying to ruin it for all of us, throwing a beer on the field. It's like <laughs> finally we can have we can have beer in Kinnick Stadium, and you're going to ruin it for everybody. So I hope whoever the Joker was that did that got busted. Uh, Matt, what are, what were your thoughts on what you saw that day? On that, it was pretty pretty disappointing Saturday. Yeah, you guys hit on the offense and the offensive line, so I'm not going to touch base there anymore. But I'm going to. Um, turn to the the defense. Uh, their quarterback, their offensive line played great. Their quarterbacks, all three of them that they played, 
had great coverage. Uh, they were throwing the ball downfield. Our secondary was always out of place, out of position. There was no interceptions, no fumbles, no turnovers. Um, Tory Taylor did everything he could in the special teams to, to flip and, and give our defense what they could there, and our defense just couldn't come up with any answers either. So it was rough on both sides of the ball yeah. all, all day. So, I'll, I mean, well, it's hard to well pin it on one side. No, that's very well said. You know, Aiden O'Connell for Purdue threw for 375 yards and three touchdowns. I mean, that's you know, that's pretty tough. And yeah, Bell I, had I, what 240 I, yards. Right. One receiver yeah. had half yeah. their offense. So. Yep. And O'Connell yep. threw for 30 to 30 for 40 uh, completions. Yeah. To 75 percent. Yeah. Too much time. Way too that's much off time. Off the charts. Yeah. Well, we're gonna we're gonna turn the page. You know, we got a bye week. It probably couldn't well, have come at a better time. So, what were I, you gonna say, Jerry? No, well, I just was going to say, you know, we got an expert right now. Drew, what's the difference, though? But the difference between having a very short time amount of time to make that decision versus, you know, having the time that maybe O'Connell had with Purdue. What's that difference like in the quarterback seat that you face? Well, it's huge, right? I mean, especially in college, I think a lot of kids, a lot of quarterbacks in college try to pre-snap things because, you know, they don't want to take that drop and sit in the pocket long. Um and then I think another thing that college quarterbacks struggle on is seeing rotation of the safeties post-snap. And, um, but, you know, I, like I said, I didn't see the game. I didn't see anything. But um, I think, you know, it's a similar deal. Brom just has Iowa's number. Like, Iowa has Nebraska's number. You know what I mean? And they just they just they have yeah. a good feel for them, and then, boom, they execute. Because um, you're right. You said Brom was 4-1 against Iowa? Yep. yep. Yeah. Yeah, see, so he – and Brom's a former quarterback, and um, and Iowa plays quarter quarter halves. Hell, they still play it. I mean, it's the same thing than when I was there. You know what I mean? So, you know, <laughs> at least if you can protect long enough, you're going to beat quarter quarter halves. I mean, that's just that's just the right. way the game goes. And um, you know, obviously they had good players, they had good team, and they were ready to play that day. And Iowa, look, the hardest thing in the world is 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 playing your best game after an emotional win. The previous week i mean it's just so hard i mean especially for college kids they're not pros you know so you know, they're trying to figure it out you know they're around their peers all day every day people like you know y'all and everyone else talking about they're going to the national championship and yada 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 you know, respect. i mean uh, yeah so that's all they hear for a week so damn they're 19 21 years old they're feeling pretty good about themselves and that's what happened I, mean, and I don't know if that is what happened but i can understand it been in their shoes see it now yeah i mean we won We've won six in a row, and our kids are already talking about what size ring they're going to get for the conference. <laughs> <laughs> Drew's over here like, I just grew this beard for good luck, and you're talking about a ring? Jinx enough? What the hell? No, and that's the thing. That's what I'm really loving about coaching in college is is that these kids just don't know what they don't know. And they've yeah. never been taught or been told on really how to approach a day from, you know, from on the field to off the field to managing your time in the day. I mean, these kids, from the moment they wake up till they go to bed, are scheduled or organized to do something. And, you know, a lot of these kids just don't know how to organize their day throughout it. You know, they're not pros, and so they just had to figure it out. And, um, mm -hmm. and that's tough, but it's a college life. That's the world we're living in. And, um, you know, it's crazy as, as coaches. You know, I'm 30. I just turned 37. So, you know, my coach has been here for, like, 15, 16 years. He's, he's pretty young. He's, like, 51. Um but it's, you know, I ask him all the time, you know, when he started coaching to where it is now, he just talks about how night and day difference it is, just the way the players think, the players act, and then how they react. And, um, 
just the world, this world we're living in is different. And so it's, it's, it's a challenge for us as coaches to really get into the minds of these kids because their worlds have changed so much so quickly. And so it's a, it's a struggle. It really is. And I mean, at the end of the day, you're, you're betting on kids to win football games. Good luck with that. You know what yeah. I mean? yeah. Did, did you just, did you just say Drew Tate's 37 years old? Yeah. Y'all feel old. Oh. Oh my gosh! <laughs> that puts things in perspective. Oh my gosh! He must be thirty-seven. He must be thirty-seven because he referenced someone that's fifty-one as being younger. <laughs> yeah, he was covering his. He was covering his tracks on that one. Yeah. I, yeah, I could. Good? No, that's funny. That's funny. That's all good. I'm, I'm just laughing I'm at myself. I'm looking pretty good for 37. Drew, you are the youngest one on this podcast right now, just FYI. Oh, stop. There you go. Matt, Matt, stop. Adam took you to the game because it was kids' day. Stop. <laughs> yeah. <But> anyway. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, J- Jerry, you're not funny, but that was funny. That was good. <laughs> Uh, I did get brothers a, a couple times. They're like, "That's not your brother." At that signing, a, a few people were yeah, shocked. That's all right. There was a few <laughs> girls that came up to Matt and said he looked like David Spade. So I thought <laughs> that was a, that was pretty <laughs> there, interesting. There was that too. Um, before, before before we move on to the picks, real quick, we want to talk about our fan event that we had in West Branch um, over the weekend. We had AC Earl. We had the Paulson brothers there. Um, yeah, I, I'm. So Hawkeye Elvis was there. We Kenyon had Murray. Uh, yeah, Kenyon Murray. Yeah. Or Julian Kenyon Van- Murray. Julian Vanderbilt. We had some really great uh, former Dallas Hawkeyes there. Dallas, Dallas Jacobus played live. Uh, that was awesome. Or, That's cool. That was awesome. That's it was really an awesome. Cool. Good for them. Yeah, we were able to raise $256. Not a ton for the Children's Hospital, but with something. Something's better than nothing. So we're able to raise that. And uh, so we were selling some Nebraska Hawks Nest t-shirts and we just happened to run out of mediums. And so <laughs> something, like, something, <laughs> something like that happens. You're like, of course, like whenever, whatever you don't have is what people want. Um, and right. if you want to get a Nebraska Hawks Nest shirt, go ahead and go to our social media right now. Got them available. And uh, so Matt Meyer, <laughs> shameless plug, Matt Meyer was uh, jumping in. These ladies are like, oh, we'd really like to have a medium. And Matt's like, um, I got a medium on my on my back right now that I'm wearing. And she's like, she looks him up and down. She goes, really? And he goes, you, you want it? And she goes, you're going to, and this is in the middle of a, re- like a <laughs> restaurant room. club. There's well, probably a tour. He, uh, he did. Um, so yeah. there's about 35 to 40 people there. He takes his shirt off right in the middle of the bar, and his um, yes, his, his chest, his chest fro just poof, comes out of the shirt. And Tom Selleck, and uh, I'm not exaggerating this. Russ can back me up on this. The woman takes the shirt and takes it up to her face and goes, "Oh, that smells nice." And we're like, whoa, <laughs> interesting. I hope your question was, would you like a drink? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so oh, she goes, I, I, I'd really like another one of those mediums. And Matt goes, well, I got one in my bag I pack. So he hands it to her, and she smells that one, too. She goes, this didn't, doesn't smell as I, good as the one you just I made. asked her. I said, does that one smell good, too? And she's like, not as good as the one I'm wearing. <laughs> oh, wow. It was pretty funny. That it, is funny. That's oh, good. my gosh. 
It's, when you're walking around with Matt, it's a liability. All the ladies are just like di- diving at him. It's like insanity. All the and then we're at the tailgate, and all these girls are staring at us. And I'm like, I just turned forty. I'm like, ah, oh, maybe we still look good. That's cool. And then they all come over and they look at Matt. And they go, Did anyone ever tell you you look like David Spade? And I'm like, oh, son you, of a gun. Uh, it happens a little bit. It doesn't happen that much. I've, I don't, I've heard it a few times. It wasn't surprising. But I don't really. I guess it, I don't but. see it. But I mean, David Spade's a cool dude. I'll, I'll take it. It so, gets a lot of like gets a lot of girls. Yeah. All right. All right. Maybe. So, Re- Rush, what was your most memorable takeaway from the weekend? <laughs> that. Yeah, it was, uh, it, it oh. stole the show for sure. Oh. And, you know, so I will tell you my, my most memorable, I was not able to make it. So Drew, I'm just being totally honest, three of the four made it, I was not. But my most memorable takeaway, if I can share it here, was I was at home kind of monitoring things. And um, if I can just share real briefly here. I came across this discovery and uh, Adam, if you can allow me here, I did not realize what Adam is and, that a- Adam and Matt were featured on yummy magazine on the front pet cover. And, you know, we had discussions like tailgate dishes and then Matt's fountain of youth. It was all about the moisturizers. And then, you know, natural sugars, Matt and Adam's secret behind their jump. I was just huh. totally blown away because I did not realize we had gotten that big. But Yummy Magazine, now come on. That is that is tremendous. I so, want some NIL okay. money for that. I didn't even know about that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Swing it my way, too. Man, I, you that magazine... You that guys mag- are keeping secrets on us, man. I mean, come on, oh. Yummy Magazine. Seriously, <laughs> that magazine probably went out of business after that. Uh, after that issue. <laughs> well, print, print media maybe is on. The Sounds like you right maybe now, should so. have made it to the show. You had way too much time on your hands, Jerry. <laughs> way too much time on your hands. All right, so all right. we are um, one more look for all of you. The oh, it's gone now. Okay. So we've officially made everyone dumber for listening to that um, for a little bit. So we're going to get started here for our picks for uh, this week. We're going to see um, who can take the lead right now. Right now, Russ has got the best winning percentage overall. So doing very, very well. Um, Jerry, get your computer under control. Um, it, was not, it was not me. I don't believe you. All right. First, we have first game of the week. We got Northwestern three and three at Michigan, who's six and oh. Got Michigan as a 21 and a half point favorite. Mr. Drew Tate, who are you taking in this one? Northwestern at Michigan. Michigan. Easy, easy points. He's straight to the point on this one. He's going Michigan. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Well, what are we doing? Are we picking points or are we picking wins? Um, it's, uh, it, it, it's to hit the spread. So the spread's 21 and a half. You got to pick okay, with the spread. So we're picking with the spread. Yes. Yep. Yeah. So they're, they're giving Northwestern 23 and a half points. Yeah. Can Michigan beat them by more than that? That's the question. No. All right. Nope. No. <laughs> he's, no. he's being a stick. <laughs> there you go. I, I, did, I thought we were picking win or loser. I didn't know points, but okay. So we got, yeah, we got Northwestern right now. I'll put on board. We're gonna have to talk. We're gonna have to talk to our talent manager. He's got to explain the rules to you better. That's Jerry. Got to get on right. that. Come on, man. Is there X's right. and O's. Is there X's and O's on that board, Drew? <laughs> yeah, 
Tyler's son. Yeah, yeah, I like to see it. Hey, Drew, like whoever your quarterback you're... runs are on this board. There, there we go. <laughs> nice. Maybe, maybe we need to send those over to Coach O'Keefe. All right, guys. <laughs> Dude, All yeah, right. for sure. All right, Jerry, what do you think here? Northwestern at Michigan. Oh, this is killing me. Do I want Harbaugh or do I pick Fitzy? And I have a hard time as an Iowa fan picking either one. I, I'm going to take. I uh, I got to go with Michigan and the points. Okay. But, All right. Yeah, I know. I I it it, it pained me. But yeah, no, I I understand that. All right, Russ, who are we taking on this one? I'm going to take Michigan and the points as well. Cade okay. Mac, McNamara's uh, completing like 60 62.8% of his passes against Big 10 teams so far. So, All it's right. pretty good. Um, and Holinsky's not going to do anything. He's like dead last in the Big Ten. So, all righty. Well, we got everybody going on the on the Michigan trade. Jim Harbaugh's got them rolling this year, so they get to seven and zero. I mean, that's a, that's a hot start right there. So, um, next up, we got Illinois. I don't. Do I get a pick? Oh, sorry, no. Matt. No, sorry, Matt. no, you don't. Oh, we skipped right over you're, Matt. <laughs> Matt, you're not old enough to gamble. <laughs> I, I didn't the, I didn't you're, you're at the kids I can take table, my Matt. shirt off for the program but I don't want to pick anymore I was, I, I was gonna say I didn't recognize you with your shirt on so that's why I didn't call on you <laughs> all right go ahead Matt who are you right. taking here I am gonna pick Northwestern as well with Drew I was looking at some stats and Northwestern puts up over 300 yards Michigan allows 300 yards I don't think Michigan's defense is Good enough to stop that. Um, I mean, I think Michigan wins it, but I I don't think okay. that they can cover the twenty three and a half point spread. Okay, and I think Drew, you took Michigan, didn't you? Well, I took Michigan to win, but I took Northwestern with the points. Okay, perfect. All right, you can do that. So you got it. Uh-huh. All right, you did it. It's All done. Right. It's that's locked yeah. in. The, you the put fight. it on the whiteboard. It's locked. It's locked. Yeah, you that's can't. Because whiteboards are not erasable. <laughs> D- depends on what you're writing with. Okay, next we have the fighting Brett Bielema's, the Illinois Fighting oh. Illini at two and five. They're going to Happy Valley to Penn State, who's five and one. Their lone loss to the Hawkeyes. Penn State's favored by twenty three in this one. Drew, who are you taking? Uh, who's playing quarterback for Penn State? Um, they're, uh, it's the backup. Their uh, starters out again this week, and then they have a bye, so he's going to be back in about two or three weeks. So they're, I don't remember the backup's name, but the backup is playing. Okay, I will take uh, Penn State to win and take Illinois with the points. All right. I like it. Matt, we're going to go to you right away since I uh, All right. didn't, didn't recognize you with your shirt on. All right. <laughs> Who are we taking? I, I'm still, even with a uh, 23-point uh, spread on that one, I'm going to take uh, Penn State on this one. Uh, okay. I guess I, I just don't see Illinois' defense stopping Penn State. Even with their, their backup, I think, is playing well. I think he's going to put up uh, a lot of points uh, just the same as Clifford would. I, I think he's got the potential to be just as good. And, man, Il- Illinois allows <clears> – <throat> a lot of a lot of points and yeah. they don't score a lot of points so i can't i can't not that's take that's the name of the game you got to score right. more points than the other team so the team with uh, the most points at the end does win 
Uh, it's the name of the game. Jerry, who are you taking in this one? Illinois I, at Penn State. You know, I'm honestly taking Penn State with the points, and it's not because so much I believe in their offense, but it was what had us uh, sweating even after their quarterback went out, was after Clifford went out. It's like their defense is just – they can stymie Illinois. And I think the offense can bring up enough to to cover that spread. So I'm going with Penn State in the points. All right, Russell, the muscle. Who are we taking in this one? Well, I hate to follow Jerry, but I'm, but I'm going to have to. <laughs> I'm going to have to take Penn State's going to cover the 23 points. The line started at 17 and it's jumped all the way to 24 tonight. So, Woo. and I think I think there's a chance Illinois doesn't even score against that defense. So, I'll take Penn State in the points. Yeah, I think um, I think Bielema was a great hire for that uh, that role, but I think he is at least three years away from getting something rolling there. All right, well, this is a big one for for us as Iowa fans. I'm going to be watching. Um, I'm actually going up to Notre Dame this weekend to see Notre Dame and USC play. Uh, my wife's a Notre Dame fan, so and I've never been to South Bend, so I'm kind of excited for that. But um, at the sports bar in South Bend, I will be watching Wisconsin three and three. They're going to be at Purdue, who's four and two. So um, Wisconsin's favored by three. But right now in the Big Ten, Wisconsin's one and two. Purdue's two and one in the West. So these are two teams that could be competing with Iowa for the lead in the West. If Purdue wins this one, I mean, they're they're tied right there, and they get the tiebreaker since they, they beat us. Uh, Drew, who are you taking here? Wisconsin at Purdue with a spread of three. Uh, I'm think, I'm looking at it similar to like Penn State Iowa. I mean they're coming off a big emotional win, so I got to go with Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Yeah, to win. I ho- and you said okay. the points were uh, three, three. <laughs> three. Yep, in favor of Wisconsin. My, yeah. th- minus three to Wisconsin, plus three. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I'll take Wisconsin there. Okay. Okay. I hope you're right. I think that's good for us as Hawkeye fans. So, um, Matt, who who are you taking in this one, Matt? <clears throat> I, uh, I unfortunately, I am going to take Purdue just from what I saw last weekend, and I'm not sure that Wisconsin has a defense good enough to stop what offense I saw on the floor or on the floor on the field. Geez, it's not basketball um, season yet. It's not coming basketball up, season yet. It's close. It's starting. It is close. It's not. Uh, it, it's coming up fast. But, anyways, uh yeah, three points. I I just unfortunately, I mean, I hope I hope I'm wrong, but I I'm going to take Purdue in this one. All right, Jerry, what are your thoughts? You know, same thing. You know, unfortunately, it's crazy because I don't think anybody had them figured into this race, but with one loss, Purdue is now, you know, they've got the tiebreaker on us. They've still got to play Ohio State and Michigan State, so I think they get another loss along the way, but I think they keep us sweating this weekend. I'm taking Purdue as well. So yeah. I hope you're wrong. All right, Russ. Well, I do too, but – Yeah. Terry don't have a very good track record, so it might be. I know. And you, and you just picked Purdue too, Matt. So I know. Just... I'm fine with that. I'm fine with missing one. I'm okay with that. All right, Big Russ, what do you think? Um, I'll take Purdue as well. I mean, the again, the line started at five and a half this week and it's come down to two and a half as of about an hour ago. Um, okay. And like 96% of the money on the uh, the money line for betting in Vegas right now is coming in on Purdue. So 
Okay. I think Purdue probably takes it. All right. We got a, another one coming up that's got a lot of weight in the West here. We got Maryland at four and two at Minnesota, who's also four and two. Now, Minnesota's favored by five since it's in Minneapolis. Um, we got Minnesota two and one in the West as well. So they're definitely in the thick of things in the race right now. And they they started out, they stumbled out of the gates, didn't play very well at the beginning of the season. But, you know, PJ Flex got them playing really well right now. And I don't know, that, that bald head of his has got some things going on up there <laughs> for the opposite of a bald head and that beautiful mane of hair, Drew. What are you thinking in this one? You said minus six. Uh, minus five. Minus five. five. You know, I'm gonna go with the upset. I'm going uh, Maryland. All right. All right. That's a hot. That's a hot take. Points and the win, man. All right. I could see it. I could see it. Matt, what are your thoughts there? I could too. I I don't think that's that crazy. I don't. I don't think that's that crazy either. I I was kind of a toss up on this one for me. I just don't see. It's hard for me to picture Maryland's defense holding Minnesota. And Minnesota not being able to win by a touchdown at least. Um, I think Minnesota's defense, I mean, M- Maryland can put up some yards, but they're also careless with the football. So mm. if the it's it's going to come down to some turnovers on Maryland's side of, of the ball. But uh, I, I am going to go Minnesota on this one. All right. <laughs> the points. All right, Jerry, what do you think? Uh, you know, a lot of the same things Matt just said. I'm going to go Minnesota. You know, Maryland has the offense, but it's in Minneapolis, and uh, I don't know. I think Minnesota's kind of tightening up here as the year goes on. So, okay, I, I can see the Gophers kind of keeping it within. You know, doing a little bit better than the five, maybe a seven to eight point spread. Okay. So. I was talking to somebody today. They were like, God, Maryland's got to go to Minnesota. It's cold there. I'm like, it gets cold in Maryland, too. I don't know what the <laughs> heck you're thinking about. They're not from Florida. Stop it. Mar- Maryland, Minnesota cold is way worse than Maryland cold. Would you agree, Drew? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Especially right now. Because right I bet the coast isn't that cold right now. But you know damn well it's going to be cold in Minnesota right now. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm a – I, I I get no cred, Drew, so thank you for backing me up on that one. So. Well, yeah, Drew had to play in Canada, so I mean, that, <laughs> yeah, that's really. next level cold. I mean, if anybody can handle the cold, it's probably him. Yeah. yeah. No, I, <laughs> it sucks, I can tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> I, can, I, can, I can believe it. All right, Russ, what are your thoughts? Uh, Minnesota. Minnesota will cover the five. Got Minnesota winning this one. Yep. All right. Next up, we got Ohio State. I got a quick Ohio State story to tell Drew here before we get going. But Ohio State at Indiana. Ohio State is favored by 19. Indiana's two and four right now, not having the year that they were projected to have. Ohio State five and one. Drew, I was listening to. Uh, oh, there goes Matt's beer crack of the day on the <laughs> podcast. I just shattered my screen. Um, Again, don't do that. Yeah. Again, um, Drew, I was listening to ESPNU radio about two weeks ago, and they had a couple um, Ohio State defensive players um, 
They it was a safety, and I can't remember the other guy what position he played. But um, they they were being interviewed, and they asked him, "Who's the one player you played against that you hate the most?" And they both said, "Drew Tate." I freaking hate Drew Tate. <laughs> and they were like, back when, back when they beat us, um, they said Drew was just like carving us up down the field, throwing the ball down. And he was air guitaring down the field as he's like, like just scoring points on us nonstop. And I'm like laughing in the car. I was like, that's fantastic. Like I never in my life, they're like, I played in the NFL and I played in college. I've never had a quarterback shred shred a team up that I was on like Drew Tate did. And they killed, they beat us. And he's like, and the dude's air guitar and down the field. I wanted to rip his head off, but I just couldn't get to him. <laughs> That's so great. <laughs> you don't want me to air sorry, guitar? Not sorry. <laughs> so, so, Drew, on behalf of Hawkeye Nation, 33 to 7. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they were. Nice, nice job, Jerry, with the stat. I couldn't remember the remember the score but yeah they, oh, I, rem- I remember it like it was yesterday yeah. <laughs> I, I, I just had flashbacks in my head I'm listening to the radio Drew going down the field like <laughs> it was so oh, man I think I think it was Clinton Solomon you hit on that you were you scrambled around and then you uh, threw it down yeah. it's probably what, about a 40 50 yard or somewhere in there yep. yeah. nice. oh man you can't write stuff like that. That's gold. Anyway. I love that. That's That's all, right. all right. Are you air guitaring to back in black or was it a different <laughs> choice? I guess it was. I don't know. <laughs> to be honest with you, I'm surprised it was that PG rated. Oh, man. He figured he was shredding the defense, so he'd shred on the guitar on the way down the field. Yeah. <laughs> Send a message. Yeah. All right, guys. We got Ohio State again. Like we said, five and one, favored by 19 at Indiana, who's two and four. Drew, who are you taking in this one? Ohio State on both. Yeah. All right. All right. It's kind of a seems like kind of a no brainer. Matt, what what are your thoughts? Are you pick are you gonna pick an upset? What do you think, Matt? I am not on this one, not taking Indiana at all. I'm taking Ohio <laughs> State all the way. Ah, uh, Indiana's offense is terrible. Uh, and they're so, gonna throw interceptions and turn the ball. Stop! Come on. I was hoping you take the bait, but you're too smart for me. All right, <laughs> Jerry. Uh, yeah, Jerry. Who well, are you taking in this one? The Buckeyes and the Hoosiers. The only the only spin I got on it is uh, to what Matt said is uh, Charles Barkley would say they're terrible, but terrible, anyway, terrible. It's, yeah, they're terrible. Oh. But I'm taking Ohio State as well. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Russ, you're up, man. What are you What are you taking here? Uh, Ohio State. <laughs> Ohio State. All right. We got a clean sweep here. The Buckeyes are gonna take care of business at Indiana. Um, that's for bit that's up for Big Ten. Now we just got a couple games left here, just two more that we're gonna do. Oklahoma State's having one hell of a season right now. Six and oh. Mike Gundy's got these guys going. They're at Iowa State. Um, Iowa State's four and two, but it's in Lames, and they are picked. Um Iowa State's favored by seven. So, Drew, who do you got in this one? Got the Cowboys on both of them, brother. All right. Taking the upset. I like it. See, I don't see that as an upset, but. Yeah, I don't see that as an upset either. No. But it is because of the points. So, I don't understand. Yeah, I don't. I just think they they must think that when they play that annoying tornado siren, 
it's just going to like get inside Oklahoma State's head. Like that is the most annoying damn thing in the world. <laughs> Woo! Yeah. Uh, it's that, that as a, an opposing player, especially like an Iowa player, like when you hear that siren, Drew, like did that just annoy you and like make you want to stomp them more? Not really. The most annoying one was the damn the the whistle in Purdue. I thought that was ridiculous. Oh, boil <laughs> boiler up. Do, do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, no. No. <laughs> no, forget that. Yeah. All right, I'm totally off track. Who's who's up? Who's up now for the pick here? Uh, who who picked already? I think Matt. No, Drew. Drew, Drew did. Matt, right. Matt. Matt. You're up. All right. I'm a, ter- I'm so a terrible host. I uh, I'm terrible. They have terrible. a lot of similar stats. ISU in Oklahoma. They're pretty. It's at I. It's in like Adam said, lanes. Um, I'm gonna take Oklahoma State with the points that way. Um, if Iowa State wins, it's gonna be by a field goal. I, I think Oklahoma State can take them, and they're undefeated. They got things rolling away yeah. or home. I think I think they can do it. So you know, they're playing. They're kind of playing some non-traditional Big Twelve football. They're a little bit yeah. of smash mouth, and uh, they're a tough team. So Jerry, Oklahoma State against Ames Community College. Who I'm do you taking, got? I'm taking Okie State. I think this game. I think it's a disappointing season for Iowa State. They were preseason top ten coming into the year, and I think Okie State's on a on a ride, and I think they just continue it. So, all right, Russ, who do you got in this one? Is Matt Campbell going to be distracted by the LSU rumors? You, th- you think he might be going to LSU, Russ? What are your thoughts on that? I think he might go to LSU, actually. But, uh, I, you know, maybe they'll just do a swap. I mean, Iowa State would be pretty happy to have Eddie O up there. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm happy to be able to go against Jerry on this one and go against the rest of you. <laughs> you know, continue to set myself apart here. We're going to take Iowa State to cover the seven. Uh, okay. Iowa State has the third-ranked defense uh, in the nation right now, only allowing 251.3 yards per game. Um, and Oklahoma State, uh, their front seven on their defense is really pretty poor, so I think Iowa State's going to be able to run the ball pretty well. So I'll take Iowa State covering the seven points. All righty. All right. So real quick, Adam, if I can interrupt. Drew? Yeah. We need some insider information, though. You know, I know it's a little few weeks late, but Iowa State, Iowa. What is the mindset for the Hawkeyes going into that week and and Iowa State? I mean, what is what is it you guys think about? What is it that? How do you guys process Iowa State from inside the locker room? Yeah, are you talking? Are you asking like when I was there? Yeah, when you were there. Yeah, when I was there, honestly, it was just another game. That's how that's how it was preached to us. That's how you know. And I think that's why it was, you know, it was to us, it was another game to Iowa State. It was Super Bowl. I mean, that's how it felt. That's how it played out in my experience, to be honest with you. That's how, uh, and it's just, you know, they never made it a big game. They never did. It's just another game to them. And, um, I mean, I, I didn't care. It was another game to me. I'm not from Iowa. You know what I mean? So it didn't mean anything to me, really, like, other than, yeah, it's another opponent. Um, now, um, uh, oh, hell, what's his name? Who was the coach there now? I forgot his name. Dan McCarney? No. Now or then? Matt Campbell. Dan McCarney. Oh, okay. Um, I, I did know Coach McCarney because, like, 
they had a lot of Houston area guys on their team. So, and my dad was the coach, and my dad was at Iowa, at Clinton, Iowa, whenever McCarney was coaching at Iowa with Hayden Fry and all that. So they had known each other for a long time, and so he would stop in and see my dad, and I'd be there to meet him. I really liked him and stuff, and um, it was funny. They, I had a, a scheduled visit there, but I canceled it because I was going to Iowa, and um, hmm. and so the, uh, but it, it was you know I liked Coach McCarney. I you know I did. I mean I liked it all, but it was just. I just didn't think you could compare anything, Iowa State, Ames, anything to, like, Iowa City, Coach Barron's, Iowa program. So that was a no-brainer to me. And so that – but that, you know, as far as, like, in-state rivalry, like, I get it for Iowa because it is – that's a big deal. And it's fun to watch. It's fun to see. It's fun to see how it's evolved to when I was there, you know, and then by my, I think – well, there's always been a Cyhawk trophy. Oh, yeah, that was the Hartman trophy that they came my senior year. <laughs> Whenever I was there. <laughs> but yeah okay so they had, they had the Cyhawk, they had the Florida Rose when I was there okay but just like you know like I saw the Iowa State Stadium when Iowa played in it you know and what in the, you know, the renovations that they did so they, they definitely stepped up their part of the bargain of, of that and Coach Campbell is a hell of a coach no doubt about it um, I think he's done a great job I think he's a great fit for Iowa Iowa State just kind of you know he's a you know he's a he's from Ohio so similar to Iowa that that whole kind of thing Sure. Yeah, you know, I mean, if you were to ask a guy on the team from Iowa that was going to, you know, wouldn't sure, I'm sure it was a bigger deal than him, but, that, you know, it just, <laughs> it was just another game, you know. Nothing, just another game to Drew Tate. I, yeah, I mean, but I didn't have any, like, hate or any feelings toward Iowa State. Like, I, I looked yeah. at Iowa State like I looked at um, Illinois, you know. Just, yeah. Uh, all right, let's well, kick your ass. Yeah. <laughs> and a lot of guys would say it's not a conference game. The conference games are the ones you really, really worry about the most. And, you know, but you, you know, obviously want to win them all. So, right. That's the thing. I, mean, I hate when guys say, well, conference this and conference that. Look, dude, you only get 11, 12 games a year. Okay. It don't matter yeah. if you're playing conference, out of conference, you're playing aliens. You better win them all. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Who cares what conference? No, every game's a playoff in college football. That's how it really look. is. So, yeah. I mean, no. if you're looking at it any other way, probably can get your ass kicked at some point along the road yeah no that's no lie for sure all right our final game that we're picking uh usc three and three at notre dame who's five and one notre dame's uh favored in this one by seven last time we checked here um we threw this extra one in here just because iowa and nebraska are off this week drew Kind of a national game. We got two national brands going against each other here. Um, who do you think is going to win between the Trojans and the Fighting Irish? Yeah, I gotta go with the uh, what is it, the Golden Domers or whatever they call them. I mean, it's yep. Just, they're going. USC's got to travel all the way. They lost their coach. Uh, Notre Dame's not, not bad, you know, um, but I don't know. I haven't seen USC play this year, but I mean, that's, you got Notre Dame at home. You got to travel two or three um, time zones. Gonna play in cold weather, yeah. Go Notre Dame. All right, Notre Dame. Matt, who do you, who what do you think's gonna who's gonna pull this one out? USC at Notre Dame. Notre Dame favored by seven. Yeah, I'm taking Notre Dame as well on this one. USC really hasn't beat anybody. Um, yeah, they've lost to Oregon State and Utah, which aren't good teams, <laughs> and they lost. Yeah. Uh, Notre Dame, they're going to do enough to get the job done. They have all year. Uh, it's, a, it's an easy pick for me, Notre Dame. 
Okay. Who do you got here, Jerry? I'm taking Notre Dame as well at 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 uh, South Bend. You know, USC's kind of in a little bit of a spin, and we'll just, we're going to go with the Golden Domers. All right, Russ. What are your thoughts on this one? Big national game. USC's really down right now. Fired their coach. Who do you think is going to yeah. take this one? Well, USC's just not very good this year. USC. Although I read a stat earlier, USC has won the last four meetings in South Bend. Um, so I think Notre Dame's going to come out and want to get a little bit of revenge on them and the way they've been playing pretty solid defense. So I think uh, they easily cover the seven. All right. Well, guys. Clean sweep on that one. Yeah, got a clean sweep on that one. We're going to see how everybody does this week. And at the end of the season, we're going to crown a champion to see who uh, – pick their games the best and so drew man we appreciate you coming on man it's always a pleasure to have you and we're just super excited to see you getting the opportunity that you have uh right now getting to be a quarterback's coach we know from last time we talked to you that's been a long-term goal of yours and it's just awesome for us as hawkeye fans to watch you thriving and your team succeeding so much right now yeah thank you it's um it's been it's been everything i've thought about and uh i mean yeah, I mean, you're coaching so, quarterbacks. Like, what's better than that? You know. So cool. <laughs> yeah. So, 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 Drew. One question. I got, quick question. I got for you before we leave is two. You know, 2005 January Capital One Bowl. Probably one of the most famous plays in Iowa history. Holloway catches it. You run in the end zone. You're running down the field celebrating. You're like, 16 years from now, I'm going to be doing a podcast with a bunch of guys from Nebraska picking weekly games. That had to be running through your mind, didn't it? It's better than Disneyland. At that time, it definitely came across my mind probably the next day. (laughs) (laughs) uh, No, but it's uh, it's been nice. I'm glad you guys had me on. It's nice to meet you Joking aside, we appreciate you being on, man. Pretty awesome. It's been been an honor for us. So, thanks for coming on. I mean, it's – you got, I mean, people, you know, it's crazy. Everyone asks me, man, what was it like playing in Iowa? What was it like playing in Iowa? And I tell them – it was literally it just is surreal. It's a dream. Like, yeah, you dream to play college football. You couldn't ask for a better institution to be a student athlete at. You know, yeah, and the professionalism of the people around there, um, and just really the the people of the state of Iowa. I mean, now you're in Nebraska, but everywhere you go, Iowans go everywhere, and you know they they're special people um, with phenomenal work ethics. You know, and and just really care about. Know, doing the right thing you know it's crazy and, uh so yeah no i uh i uh i'm forever in debt to any any hawkeye fan well we appreciate you keeping in such great contact with all the hawkeye fans because they you always get brought up in conversations at games and tailgates and you know you're you're one of the most beloved hawkeyes of all time so again i know we told you last time but Thanks for everything you did as a Hawkeye, Drew, and all the wonderful memories you created for all of us. And we're going to be rooting for you, man, continually throughout your coaching career right now at Tennessee Martin. And just keep kicking butt, man. Keep winning ball games and keep developing the amazing quarterbacks. Keep growing that beard. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, we'll see it looks how long awesome. Keep it going. We'll see how long. We, uh, we, I we like got, it. I think, yeah, we'll see. We're, we are, we're six and one, so we got. I think four more games, and then if we win our conference, we go to the playoffs. And it's uh, sweet. The coach yeah. has been here, I think, 16 years, and he's been in the playoffs one time. His first year, he hasn't been back since. So I'm 
trying to do everything I can to have the quarterbacks playing at the highest level that they can play to give us that opportunity to get there, you know. Matt, why don't you grow your hair like that? Get on it, man. Come oh, on. he can't. Stop it. Matt? <laughs> <laughs> maybe Russell the Muscle can do it. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Well, maybe I could grow my uh, white beard out a little more. Rest, there you go. Rest uh, shaved half an hour. Rest shaved right before the broadcast and look at him now. Look at that. So. <laughs> my hair can flow. I got a full beard when it when it grows and you can see it. It's so blonde, but... Yeah. Hey. Honestly, Drew, thank you again for the support. We really appreciate everything you do for yeah, us. Yeah, no, so you guys are doing a good job. Keep it up. All, All right, right thanks, Drew. Nice to meet you. All right. Yeah. We'll see you guys. Go, go Hawks. Go Hawks. Go Hawks.